one of my favorite shares with all my clients that people just go, go, huh, right? When I, when I first, my very first session, I say, hey, as we get forward today, we talk about tension and conflict and transparency and vulnerability. But, but I say something to the effect of, and, and, and throughout, always remember, gang, as we're looking at each other, right? That as humans, we measure ourselves individually by our intentions, what we're thinking, what we're feeling, what we want to do, but we measure others by their actions. And think about that's powerful, right? It's not my expression. I, I don't know who. We measure ourselves by our intentions. We measure others by their actions. And literally people go, huh. And actually ask them, write it down. And so whenever somebody says something, well, hold on say, is that what I meant? Or is that what I said? And we've heard that expression. This week on the podcast, we have Scott Abbott. He discusses um, resiliency and um, how we can do that. He's also an EOS implementer. So talks about how EOS really builds resiliency during this time and how we can con- continue to improve this. Cool. Well, welcome to the podcast, Scott. We are excited that you're here this morning um, on this Friday, this beautiful morning. Uh, do you want to give us a little bit of a brief bio of how you got involved in your work um, and what you do now? Yeah. Well, first and foremost, thank you, Kirsten, for for having me on the, the podcast. I appreciate it. So, Scott Abbott, long story short. Um, you know, well, number one, I, I, I guess I think of myself as a 50-year-old millennial these days because I, I enjoy and appreciate a lot of the, you know, the, the social media, the tech, uh, the mindset, the mind frame of, of the younger generation. But, but I'm not, you know, from a literal standpoint, part of that generation. But, uh, but if I was to just sum up my, uh, my personal opinion that I, that I like to think of to help me be who I want to be in this world, I like to think of myself as an architect, builder, and custodian of prosperous companies, leadership, and growth. Um, frankly, that's my purpose, cause, passion. Um, it keeps me, you know, humbly confident on on who I think I need to be. And then it translates into what I do professionally. Um, so professionally, um, if you were to sum it up, um, I'm an investor, I'm an advisor, um, I'm a big fan of great tools and disciplines. Um, specifically, one of them is the entrepreneurial operating system. I know you're aware of it, EOS. So I'm a certified EOS implementer. And uh, with that, I'm a teacher, coach, facilitator, and I love helping companies learn, implement, and benefit from EOS. But I also have a studio here in Carmel, Indiana. Um, and in the studio, we have a great library with books all over the, the, you know, the proverbial spectrum from leadership, management, and accountability to spirituality and, and meditation and, and, you know, all the things in between just to help us as humans and as businesses, leaders, owners, um, try to be the best version of ourselves so we can be great in the business, great outside of the business and, you know, together just live happy, healthy, strong, uh, and resilient life. So, so that's my story. I'm sticking to it for now. I may modify this later, but that's kind of my backdrop and, and what I'm all about these days. Awesome. Cool. Well, so during this COVID-19 time, since we are kind of in the heat of it, we're in this weird area of, um, kind of getting back to reality, kind of still locked in our homes. What are some of your takes on that currently? And um, what have you seen in the workplace? And how have um, companies really struggled, but also managed this? 
What are your thoughts on that? Yeah, you know, so you've probably heard this over the last couple of few weeks, right? Winston Churchill is quoted as saying, let's not let a good crisis pass us by. Mm -hmm. And there's no doubt that uh, in my life, this is unprecedented. I, I hope something like this never happens again. But at the same time, if I may, back to giving credit to Gina Wickman and EOS and, and just, you know, the, the people who have created and, and do um, believe in uh, the application of preparedness, um, planning. Uh, getting your ducks in a row, being prepared to hit the proverbial ceiling, right? Some of these, you know, these uncool blocking and tackling, it's a little bit like my story. You know, when I was a kid, my dad was a mechanical engineer and he was all about rigor towards discipline and structure and systems and protocol, right? And even, even used to push my buttons on how to hold my pen when I did math problems so I could show my work. And I think it's why I became an entrepreneur and right out of high school, right? Started companies and I've started four or five and, and, you know, kind of have that bent. And then about 45 years old, I realized I'm a lot more like my dad than I thought I was. And I said, <laughs> Hey, I love structure. I love systems. So, so I think what I would say people understand, but they're not necessarily embracing and gravitating to the power of some of the stuff that's got, you know, doesn't have all the fanfare, right? Plans, system structure, protocol, right? Getting together and saying, this is what's going on. This is where we are. This is where we're going. Because I think what, what happened and understandably so, right? This, this happened overnight. I mean, literally it was like, boom, we all woke up one morning and um, you know, this, this pandemic took place. So fast forward to today, right? And, and we talked about this before we got on the call. Understandably, a lot of anxiousness, uncertainty. This is impacting old, young, uh, you know, it, 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 it is, it's ravenous. Um, that said, I don't want to talk about the past. We, we, we talked about this, right? I get the compassion. I get the let's hold and hug and, and, and be there for each other. It's okay not to feel okay, understandably. But it is May 22nd, 2020. So my hope is without talking too much about what's happened, where we've been, I think what we need to do, because we can't perfect the past, right? We can't change it. And I just think a lot of people are spending a lot of great energy on that. What if we could all focus our energy like a laser beam on moving forward and, and respecting the dynamics, the nuance, the feelings, I get it, but it's really time for us to up our engineer game. I'm all about biomechanics. And so if I could just wish upon a star and, and drop a, you know, a matrix pill, the, the red pill in everybody's drink, we'd all sit down and say, big deep breaths. What do we have? What don't we have? This includes business and cash flow and revenues. And all. I get it. Put it all in a room and then put together an intelligent, simple, clean, crisp, clear, less is more type of plan in terms of what we need to do going forward. How do we communicate? How do we collaborate? How do we set ourselves up over the next 30, 60, 90 days and then continue to go from there? So, so I'd sum it all up by saying it sucked, um, sad, unfortunate, um, but, but if we could all collectively try to come together and respectfully uh, be, be, again, empathetic, but intelligent and, and practical and programmatic on our approach moving forward, I think we can get out of this thing and, and frankly, um, you know, uh, while, 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 while uh, 
appreciative of, of, of the sadness and the challenges that happen, I think we come out of this thing better, stronger, and, and, and hopefully again, uh, be able to use this experience to our benefit. Yeah, absolutely. So a few things that I thought about while you were saying that is our prior to all of this happening, where company is coming to you kind of in that state of mind of we are in this bad place, we are struggling. Um, how do we get out of this? And they were struggling to make that plan. What did that look like before all this with yeah. the company you worked with? Yeah, well, you know, between what I do with EOS and just the way I look at investments with my phase four investments group, right? I, I also have a software company called Talibation. Uh, we have a partnership with a British firm called SHL. Um, and frankly, we're the, we're the number one online provider of skills, behavioral talent assessments. We've got thousands of clients across North America. We actually assess over 100,000 individuals every month through our, through, our, through, our, through our solution and our partnership with SHL. So that, in addition to EOS and just being a, a writer and, you know, occasionally speaking and talking to a lot of schools and people, um, you know, uh, I guess that's just my way of saying I don't know everything. I'm, I'm flawed and, you know, I make mistakes and I, you know. But, but I do think I got a, a pretty good vibe and that vibe would be, we're human. And, and, and humanity, again, this is why I'm into biomechanics, right? The biology, we're, the, the, you know, the organisms that we are. And then, and then on the mechanics side, the engineering, right? And, and so I think everybody, for the most part, has the same challenges. And we talk about this in EOS, right? We all basically have about 45 issues. They just get, you know, recombobulated all the time, right? You got, you got the six key components of every business. Vision, where are you going? Why are you going there? What's in it for you above and beyond making money? Your purpose, cause, passion, focus, niche, uniquenesses, right? People, but not just people for the sake of people, right people, right seat, doing the right jobs, being accountable, knowing why they're doing it. Data, right? The right number of, of metrics and, and, and specific empirical um, uh, reporting, if you will. Um, next up, process, making sure everything's running accordingly and you're doing what you should be doing. Issues, dealing with that. And then Last but not least, traction, right? As they say, vision without traction is hallucination. So to Gino's credit, you know, decade plus ago, he said, hey, every business in the world, irrespective of how big, what you make, who you are, what you look like, it's all about being strong consistently on those six key components, right? And when you're strong consistently on those six key components, that, that's, that's, that's great. And so I'm not a big fan of great for the sake of great or growth for the sake of growth, right? Can you imagine if everybody is consistently 80% strong, if the world just had a B grade, right? I was, I was a C student at best, but if the world just consistently got a B, my goodness, that's nirvana. And so what I'm saying right now is that's the, that's the reality before COVID. That's the reality after COVID. It's all about expectation setting. What do you want? What's your purpose for doing what you do? And so businesses before, during, and after COVID, you said, you know, when they come to me, you know, I just think it's, 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 it's a, it's a, they come to a realization and there's really a couple of reasons why people do come here, right? Things are really screwing up. The sky's falling. They're, they're hitting the proverbial, you know what? Um, and they just go, gosh, I need some help. Um, that doesn't actually happen as much as people think it, it does, Right. Um, on the other hand, what's really interesting, they're doing really great and they may want to sell it or they may want to do an ESOP or they may want to hand it off to a second generation and they just need a more structured, programmatic, proven way to do it. But I would say that the majority of companies, you know, 75% or so just, you know, eventually come to the realization, um, it could be better. 
um, this could be better, that could be better. And we just need to take it to the next level. And, and cause it's not about me, right? A good, a good business owner should be humble, willing to be vulnerable, embracing transparency. And they're, you know, inevitably what happens, you know, like I did at 45 when I had this epiphany that I'm a lot more like my dad than I thought I was. And, um, you know, we all go through stages in life, but, but most companies and most people hit that proverbial inflection point when they realize, you know, it's not about me. Um, there's probably a better way. And let's go bring in some folks that have the expertise and the experience to help us get us there. So, so yeah, it's um, COVID is big and it happened, but, but, but before, during and after, us humans, our DNA, the way we're built, that, that hasn't changed. Our desire is to be better, to be better together, individually, collectively, um, you know, it's still the same, the same rhyme and reasons. That's not changing. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. So what I heard you say is about 75% of companies are kind of in this weird area of we could do better. Um, what do you say to the people who are like, oh, well, do we really need to bring in someone? Do we really need that big step of, and that expensive step often of bringing a consultant or coach in to, um, to deal with these weird conflicts or tensions? What, what, are, you, well, what are your thoughts on that? What would that? I say? I'd, I'd say you're absolutely 100% correct. You do not need to do this. Yeah. And I do not need to mind what I'm eating and I do not need to wear a seatbelt and I do not need to, you know, take my vitamins and mind my P's and Q's and obey the law and all this. I don't need to do, nobody needs to do this. Okay. You choose to do it. Right. And, and so for me, um, as an executive coach, a leadership coach, you know, yes, a certified EOS implementer. Um, yeah, uh, you know, I, I kind of, when somebody's, you know, calls me up cause I, I, you know, this may sound a little weird, but it's true. I only work on invitation referral. So when somebody calls me up, I, I almost interview them more than they did. They may, why, why are you doing this? Right. What are you expecting? Because if we don't have that little bit of, of, of awe and curious tension as, you know, who do you think you are? Who do you think you are? You know, you can't really have that, have that bond and that, and that bind, right. Nick Saban, the famous um, coach, right. College coach for Alabama says, you know, mediocre players don't want to be talked to. Good players want to be coached and great players want to be told the truth. And I showed you my, my session room here with all squishy animals. I mean, we do therapy. We go to the danger zone. Um, I ask for transparency. I ask for vulnerability. It starts with the leadership team and especially the business owner. So if they're not ready, willing, and able, we call it GWC and EOS. They don't get it, want it, and have the capacity to participate and allow me to be a purist with the proven way that EOS works and, and, and also when it just comes to my coaching and, and helping teams overcome tension and, and resiliency and, and, and using conflict to their advantage. So we spend maybe a little more time on the front end on that, right? And just to make sure that they get it, <laughs> I almost want people to sign it. In fact, actually I, I have, I've had people sign because my spidey senses are like, wait a minute. You know, I've been crystal clear that, that this isn't a romantic comedy that you're going to watch, right? This is, you know, this is like Jason Bourne a little bit here, right? And then, and then you know, halfway through the movie, you're like, I want to tap out. I thought, where, where's Meg Ryan? I thought we were, you know, sleepless in Seattle. No, we're not. So I, I, I think it's really all about that, that professional yet, you know, matter of fact, recognition that you are in this situation. That would be my client or a business owner. 
where do you want to go? Why do you want to go there? Make sure you understand, you know, in this case, EOS, what it is, what it isn't, who I am, what I am and what I'm not, right? It's not about me, but let's be honest, it's part of the solution, right? Um, and then you got to make sure there's chemistry there. And, you know, uh, I'm not for everybody for, for reasons that we know, right? Just like, you know, Michael Jordan had a coach. Everybody's been watching The Last Dance, right? Mm -hmm. um, Tom Brady, choose your favorite human being. If, if you don't embrace some of the, some of the psychological, sociological, touchy-feely things in addition to the mechanics and the engineering and the proven structure and protocol, then, yeah, we're probably not a good fit. Um, so that's pretty important, I think, to be crystal clear up front uh, who we are together, who we can be by working together, and, and where do we want to get to, and then holding each other accountable and willing to um, be told I'm wrong um, and my clients be able to be you know, comfortable with, again, uncertainty, conflict, and, and just some of those things that, that, yeah, sadly, there's a lot of business owners, a lot of people who just, you know, after they heard me five minutes, they go, whatever, I'm out of there. Well, great. Good luck. You don't have to do this. Godspeed. I wish you all the best. And, and um, you know, but you have heard the expression, right? The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result, right? So I, I, I wish everybody would, would see what it is that some of us see, but, you know, you can lead a horse to water. You can't make a drink. So you just got to yeah. make peace with that. Yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. How has it been for some of your clients to push this down within their organizations? Oftentimes EOS starts in a leadership team. Um, but what if a company is not on board to continue out this process that this leadership team has now worked on for six months, a year? What is that? Yeah, what yeah. are those issues that you see and some of those successes that you see? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, EOS is a system and until it's owned it's it's flawed like any system in the world right it's inanimate it's in a book it's in a binder it's in the software like 90.io so we have to we have to we have to customize it we have to humanize it we have to bring it into the organization and and when we do that i have to assess and 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 have good dialogue and understanding about the owners and the leadership right um, because we have a philosophy in the U.S. structure first, people second. So we build a great structure, the right accountability chart, making sure that we're doing what we should do for the business moving forward. And then we plug in the humans. Um, uh, but, but we plug in the humans with a recognition. That's why we believe in Colby and, and personality profiles. And I go back to Talivation, right? We've got behavioral, IO psychology type assessments. And so when we understand where a visionary or an integrator or whoever owns finance, operations, sales, marketing, what have you, right? We have to talk with them about their comfort zone on coaching, right? You, you talked about leadership, management, accountability. Some people are just not comfortable with that, um, right? Everybody thinks that leaders have to be charismatic and they're, the visionaries are, are big talkers and powerful. No, I've actually seen a boatload of visionaries that are just, you know, they don't want to do that. So, so once we figure out where people's comforts are, because it is their company, I'm not going to tell people to do something they're just not comfortable with. So, so to that said, you know, two of the disciplines we truly believe in, right, is shared by all and followed by all. So it's very important. We, in EOS, right, we have meeting polls, we have L10s, we have departmental L10s, we have uh, same page meetings, quarterly conversations. We've got a very proven you know, engineering centric structured way to help people share by all and follow by all. But that's just the science of it. That's the engineering. We still need the humanity to be applied. And so on that note, 
um, you know, I call these commitment devices. There are ways to coach and counsel uh, just individuals how to have better habits, right? I'm a big fan of James Clear and his book, Atomic Habits. And, and the book starts one of my favorite expressions, you can't live a healthy life without healthy habits. So there's ways that we can help people through software, applications like what you guys got and others where we can help them to at least be accountable to themselves, to be a better leader, manager, and to ensure that the, 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 the values, the purpose, the, the goals, the expectations that they put into place with EOS are followed by all and shared by all. And then ultimately when it comes to individual coaching and, and how to nurture their people, you talked earlier about how are people feeling these days? You know, you know, where's your level of anxiousness? Um, how do we help you become more comfortable? I hate this expression, the new normal. Ugh, I just think it's flawed and it sets a bad precedent, if you will. Um, mm -hmm. This is life, man. I mean, you know, things go bump. This was a big bump. This was a big, this was epic. You know, yep. what's the expression? The, the hundred year flood, this was, this was a doozy. <laughs> But, you know, we're still humans, and humans by nature have personalities and styles and personas. And so it's just important that we have both the, again, great thing about EOS is why would anybody try to make it up and invent it? It's free. Go get a book. Download a VTO. I mean, go for it, right? But, but the, the, the softer side, the soft skills, right? The hand-holding, the nurturing, uh, you know, how do you feel? One of my favorite shares with all my clients that people just go go huh right when i when i first my very first session i say hey as we get forward today we talk about tension and conflict and transparency and vulnerability but but i say something effective and 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 throughout always remember gang as we're looking at each other right that as humans we measure ourselves individually by our intentions what we're thinking what we're feeling what we want to do but we measure others by their actions and think about that's powerful, right? It's not my expression. I, I don't know. who We measure ourselves by our intentions. We measure others by their actions. And literally people go, huh. And I actually ask them, write it down. And so whenever somebody says something, well, hold on. Say, is that what I meant? Or is that what I said? And we've heard that expression. So I would just say, what, what am I seeing? And how do we get people to embrace it? It's all the above. It's system, structure. It's, it's making sure that they hear it, right? We believe you got to hear it seven times to hear it for the first um, it's a job, uh, Kirsten, frankly, right? And that's why, that's why EOS is every, you know, every quarter you go offsite for a full day to work on the business, right? Every week you have an L10 to effectively talk about on the business and all the rest of the time you're in. And, and so this whole, as a leader dealing with the soft stuff and the hard stuff's kind of easy if you think about it, right? Um, mm -hmm. business isn't complicated. People make it complicated. <laughs> um, so, so that's our job as leaders. That's our job is to overcome ourselves, get out of our own way, find the tools, systems like yours, like EOS, to help us, right? If everybody could just get a 5% improvement here, decrease their bad stuff by 2% over there, that's a net positive of 7%. You compound that, you know, in the next quarter by adding another 2%. That's why EOS takes two years, if you will, to go from first learning about it to really mastering it because it's, it's time-space learning. It's a journey. It's not revolutionary it's evolutionary right so my answer is and you know you get me excited talking about this so i keep going but it's this hybrid of touch sense science biology engineering system structure feel you know it, it's all of the above and you just got to figure out how to make peace with that 
and bring it into a, a formula and a format that you can, you know, own and be accountable for. And that's, you know, that's what I do. It's, it's, it's a big part of VOS and, and, you know, I just think people have to make, as soon as people can make peace with that reality and get to work, they're going to get there better faster. Yeah. Awesome. That's cool. I, I totally agree with you there, Scott. I, I think you are right on with the coaching. In fact, I did have a question about that. When is coaching just not going to cut it? Um, well, I don't know if it just can't cut it, but, but, but cause everybody can always, you know, the way I look at coaching is a lot like vitamins and aspirins, right? Why do you take a aspirin? I have a headache. And, and unless you're, you know, you really have a problem, headaches are temporary. They're, they're, they're a moment in time. And, and then, you know, I'm a bit of a Socratic, right? Socrates, Plato, Epictetus, these guys were all known for kind of poking at you, right? You know, so why do you, that's the follow right? I have a headache. Well, why do you have a headache? Well, think about it. I want you to write it down. Well, I didn't have lunch today. Oh, that could be part of it. Well, I, I drank too much last night. Oh, and why did you drink too much last night? Well, I got into a row. Well, why did you get in the row? Well, because I left the office on bad terms with this and I, and I took it out on my, on my spouse. Oh, you with me? If we do this at EOS called IDS, identify, discuss, and solve, right? And the discussion is healthy. We don't, we don't politic and, and lobby, but we need to have these IDS moments just with ourselves. And, and it's kind of cool. And so I, I, I think this, um, you know, from a coaching standpoint, there are tools, there are disciplines that can engineer you to, uh, to feeling better or to understanding, right? I don't do a lot of deep therapy. I, I do though, right? You can, I got a couch here. I mean, I'm, I'm a therapist. Um, you know, I'm a, I'm a sociologist. I'm a psychologist. And yes, I'm a, I'm a card carrying certified implementer VOS. Um, and so for me, it's all about being very, you know, I think there's three pillars to trust. Authenticity, logic, and empathy. And seriously, if everybody in the world would just get three tattoos right wherever they could see them and they start the morning and the end of the morning saying, I'm going to go forth in life and I'm going to be my authentic self, you know, assuming you're not like a Patriots fan or you like the St. Louis Cardinals, you know, I've watched that one. Sorry. Colts, you know, Cubbies. Um, but, but who are you? Your authenticity, right? Don't, don't be a faker. Um, yeah. Logic, right? We got to have logic. This, this make it up as you go along and blah, 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 blah. And then empathetic, right? Others oriented. And I think if you go into coaching or why, or if you want to be coached, right? And you start with yourself, Abraham Lincoln said, you know, you can't help other people until you first take care of yourself. Powerful, right? It's amazing how many people say, I can't take care of myself and take care of other people. Oh, how's that going to work out for you if you're dead or you yeah. get a stroke or back to the headache? You know, this is where we're concerned about COVID, right? You start to drink too much. You start to self-medicate, Yeah. right? You may not think it's a big deal, but the next thing you know, you're out back, you know, smoking two packs of cigarettes. Next thing you know, it slips into a drink at lunch. Next thing that turns into, so... So, you know, I think, I think, you know, again, the concept of you can lead a horse to where you can't make a drink, but, but coaching and wanting to be coached starts with an appreciation of biology an appreciation of science and, 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 and then the readiness and the willingness to embrace, just like in my sessions, this, this understanding that we got to be a little in awe of each other because that's where respect comes from. We got to, you know, authenticity, logic, and empathy, and then just get the tenets of why we're doing what we're doing. Um, and then, you know, sometimes people tap out, right? Sometimes people say, hey, it's not what I thought it was. I didn't realize this is, you know, what was going to happen in this coaching. Um, I, you didn't help me. I got to go someplace else. 
you know, at the end of the day, if everybody's just real and, and they're, 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 they're willing to put reality in front of worrying about hurting somebody's feelings and they got to be, you know, careful there, then I think they're going to get what they should get. And then also there's no excuse why, you know, <laughs> they're complaining down the road because they didn't get what they didn't get because they never even started. That's, you know, kind of counterintuitive, right? So. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, thank you for that, Scott. If people want to learn more about you or get in touch with you, how can they do that? Um, shoot off a flare. Um, <laughs> call my mom. Tell her you heard something about her son. No. Um, so, you know, I joked earlier, I'm a 50 something year old millennial. So I'm on most social channels. Um, probably given that, you know, this is a podcast and uh, uh, we're talking a lot about professional business stuff, uh, LinkedIn. Um, so go to LinkedIn. Uh, my primary website is Stratikos, S-T-R-A-T-I-C-O-S dot com. And uh, a lot of most information there, including links to my other businesses, phase four, Talivation. Um, and then uh, I'm hanging out a lot on Instagram these days. I'm not doing uh, TikTok or, you know, anything uh, a little too young. Um, I got, I always think about my, my, uh, my two college kids and them going, dad, you know, who do you think you are? Ease up. You're still, you know, a 50 something guy. So, uh, but social wise, uh, I do embrace Instagram and, um, but uh, LinkedIn, Stratacoast.com, uh, Instagram. And, uh, and then, you know, I got a couple of books, um, Level Up to Professional is a book I wrote uh, about seven years ago to help young adults with career centric life skills. Um, there's about 32,000 copies of it floated in the universe. Uh, maybe some folks have seen it in schools or what have you. So you can get that on Amazon and, uh, and, uh, and yeah, that's, that's kind of where I'm at. Awesome. Do you have any closing remarks before we uh, peace out for the day? Yeah, you know, I'm going to leave you with, with my passionate plea. And, um, you know, thank you, by the way, again, Kirsten, for today. Mm -hmm. I, I know I kind of gave you a bit of the proverbial fire hose and kitchen sink. <laughs> a couple of times. Um, I'm pretty energized about trying to get all of us back to a healthy, strong place. Um, I think the word resiliency is, is, is an important word today, right? Um, again, nobody said we can't be sensitive and compassionate and still put our game face on, right? We get back in the game and, and, and let's go kick some butt. Let's go do good together. So, so the way that I think we do that is by embracing a mindset that I call positive pragmatism. And if you think about it, um, if you're just uh, an optimist and everything's awesome and beautiful and let's hold hands and think kubaya, mm, I don't know. I think you're, you're, you're not working from reality. But if you're a pessimist and you're a cynic and you're all about, oh yeah, prove it and you stink and you're at that party and that's your philosophy and this is who you know, yuck again, really? Come on. So I think the word pragmatism is just right in the nice middle of the road, right? Not a goofball optimist that isn't working from reality. You're not a cynic and a pessimist. You're pragmatic. Mm -hmm. And I would say if you add the word positive to it, right, you know, tell your face you're happy, even though maybe you not, might not be, right? Smile. Try to, you know, raise up your shoulders. Look 
look, 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 look an eye, Daniel San, right? Kind of a karate kid here, right? Mm -hmm. Just, you know, especially if you don't feel like it, just, just up your positivity. I know there's a lot of crap going on and challenges and frustrations, and I don't want to go all kumbaya and talk about, you know, turning <laughs> frowns upside down and yada, yada, because I do believe the proverbial glass is both. It's half full and it's half empty, and that's where positive pragmatism comes in. So I guess if I would just ask those listening, um, if you can wake up in the morning and say, you know, positive pragmatism, appreciate it's an end both worlds, structure, systems, and compassion, goals and systems, um, people and technology, uh, you know, in, in person and virtual, right? The whole thing. It's an end both, but, you know, my passionate plea is this mindset of positive pragmatism, and um, I'll leave it at that. Awesome. Well, thank you so much, Scott. I appreciate your time today. Likewise. Thank you. Take care. This podcast is proudly produced by Waypoint. What is Waypoint? Well, if you want to coach your team and not manage them, then Waypoint is worth checking out. Head over to waypointhq.com to learn more or email me directly, mike at waypointhq.com, and I'll demo it for you myself. Thanks for listening.